Hey everyone, welcome to the Back Row Podcast, where we have substantial conversations from the most unlikely place. We're recording this podcast from the back row of a church, where I'm sure we've all felt like we belonged at some point in life. So, come sit with us as we answer questions and have conversations that help us on our journey of faith. Welcome back, episode three, 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 three. the Back Row Podcast. Like my name is Andrew. I have Caleb, Michael, Liz joining me uh, today, and Liz is going to be drawing our question that we're going to be answering in this episode. Go ahead, Liz. Just mix them up. I think you have to take that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was, just like, was, I don't think I have to. It, it, it literally that jumped out. It literally, literally jumped out. Oh, actually, whoa, okay, all right. Yeah, put that thing somewhere else. Did the Lord choose this question? Ooh. Question. Uh, Ooh. Are we ready? Please. Yeah. Yes. Read the okay. question and we'll start some timer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you wait on God's timing when you're in the middle of waiting? Ooh. Ooh. Fun question. Here we go. How do, started. You, how do you wait on God's timing? When? When? when whilst waiting. While waiting. While, while waiting. Whilst wow. waiting. Yeah, the, the King James language there on that one. You know? I'm very familiar. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Caleb's got his Bible open. I know. I feel like you already, you already have not, an answer no, to this question. No, I'm not. I, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's very uh, giving. I want to begin this discussion. No, I I mean, I will, but here we yeah, go. I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as I was like reading this question and just kind of thinking through and praying through just how to answer or just kind of like what my thoughts were towards it, um, I kind of was taken to uh, Philippians uh, 3, um, and I'll just read verses 12 through 13. Uh, It says, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. And why I think that verse stuck out to me was just kind of like, I answer the question that is what is waiting in the middle of like waiting Hmm. of asking a question of what's the goal? What is the end goal in waiting? Um, While you're, you know, waiting on God's timing while you're in the middle of waiting. And I, I asked the question, what is your end goal? Because a lot of times I think that we think in the middle of waiting that the end goal is what I'm actually waiting for. Mm. So the end goal is me waiting for the next ministry position, Mm -hmm. the next job at uh, the coffee shop down the street, the next friendship, the, um, the next, just whatever thing is next that I'm waiting on. And in reality, I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. we focus so much on what that end goal would be of that thing that I would actually say he's the end goal Hmm. and he's actually the one that's at the end of what you're waiting for and what you probably have been praying for and what you're probably in the middle of waiting for. He's at the end Mm -hmm. and he actually is the end goal. So it's very much not the thing that you're waiting for, but he is the one Mm -hmm. because he's there. But what I love about waiting on him And his timing in the middle of waiting is that he's actually with you in the waiting. Mm -hmm. And so what you discover along the way 
is that while he's with me and he's the end goal, the very thing that I'm probably needing more than the thing that I'm wanting is the journey that I've gone on with him to one realize while he's with me. And there are so many lessons. There are so many things that I have learned along the way about him and who he is and about myself. And then actually in return, when I get to whatever that thing is that I've been waiting for, he's there Mm -hmm. waiting for me to get there. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really beautiful thing. So I think that that's the, the question I would probably say is, okay, then in the middle of waiting in his timing and waiting, what am I waiting for? What is my Mm -hmm. goal? Mm -hmm. And if I ever get sidetracked from the, the thing that is him, that he being the main goal, that him being the one at the end, I think we'll always spend time waiting way too long in a circular thinking and getting sidetracked from like the things that we should be learning along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so waiting on God is not easy. Mm -hmm. Waiting on his timing isn't easy, but there's so much goodness and richness to life and relationship, um, people even, community, um, people that we meet on a day-to-day basis. Like there's so much beauty in the space of waiting Mm -hmm. that we can quickly become not grateful. Hmm. And that actual like being not grateful sidetracks us from the very journey that we're on Mm -hmm. to meeting him at the end. Um, Because that's actually the goal the the end goal of life anyway is it's not these small little moments but the end goal is when we arrive in front of him for eternity mm-hmm. and being with him for eternity that's so beautiful hmm. it's something that i wouldn't say like it doesn't come easy and it doesn't come natural it's one of those things that you kind of have to like practice and learn how to wait and learn how to refocus and learn how to move your eyes from the thing that seems right in front of you to the thing that's actually far ahead of you, which is him. Hmm. Um, and that takes time. You will mess up. You will trip and fall. But like Philippians says, like keep running that race, keep Mm -hmm. going, um, forget what's behind, move forward and walk forward, Mm -hmm. um, on this journey of life and waiting. Yeah. Mm. I, um, when I hear the word waiting and you're talking about Philippians, like the race, and the, I mean, it's the race of faith that we're on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all waiting. Yeah. We all have found ourselves in that moment of waiting. And, you know, it's like once you arrive to that destination, then you find yourself in another season Absolutely. of waiting. Yeah. Right no, after that. Real. That's so yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a, this journey of faith is a perpetual season of waiting but it's what happens in the wait, mm-hmm. like what you were talking about, like what is developed in the wait, you know, like I think back, first of all, my thought went back to the people of Israel and the old Testament and their journey in the waiting yeah. in the wilderness and how, you know, how their waiting turned into wandering, mm-hmm. you know, because their hearts were not yet processed, ready to receive the promised land. Right. Yeah. Like, cause if we don't wait, we'll waste what God gives us, mm-hmm. 
you know, if we don't, if we don't wait, if we don't allow ourselves to be processed, our hearts, you know, yeah. those things that need to die in us in order to receive actually, you know, it's like while we're waiting, what we're waiting on changes while we're waiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I feel like I'm supposed to arrive there, but then it's like, I don't even want that anymore. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and you, you find yourself in this wilderness place. You get down to the place where it's like, Jesus, I just want you. Yeah. And he's like, welcome. You made right. it, <laughs> you know? Uh, but I love to build upon Philippians. I love what James also talks about. And James, I'm just going to highlight three verse, uh, James chapter one, verse three and four. It says, for you know, that when your faith is tested, yeah. your endurance has a chance to grow. So, good. so verse four says, so let it grow. <laughs> For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. You know, so the journey of waiting and the season of waiting is a lifetime of waiting, but it's also building in us endurance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I think there's something that we need in this life and right. in our generation in this time, we need people to hang in there. Wait well. Wait well. Don't wait with complaining like the people of Israel did yeah. and murmuring. And, and like Moses would go up to the mountain, they would build a golden calf. And right. like, like wait well. Yeah. Trust in his timing. Trust, you know, and it's all those things in endurance and that character of Christ begins to really get formed and shaped in us. Only in the waiting, mm -hmm. not in paradise, not when we have everything yeah. that we think our soul desires and stuff like that. So that's what I, that's good. You know, turn to and just wanted to build off of. I um, I guess the question I would ask whoever, whoever may be thinking this question, not just here but outside of here, is like, what do you think you're waiting on? Mm. You know, like what is it that you think you're waiting on? Um, because yeah, like as, as we've all just kind of mentioned is like the Christian life is a life of waiting. Yeah. Like it just is. We're waiting for the kingdom of God to be fully realized. Mm -hmm. However, the goodness is we have a, a foretaste of that. We have a glimmer. We have a, a glimpse of it that already exists within our brother and sisterhood in Christ. We experience it through the the ordinary means of grace mm -hmm. every Sunday or Wednesday or however often you're, you know, with your brothers and sisters before worship and praise and, 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 you know, at the Eucharist and things of that nature. Um, and so it is a life of waiting. I mean, literally all of first Thessalonians is about a group of people who thought mm -hmm. they missed their arrival of God. <laughs> and Paul is telling them like, no, you didn't miss it. It hasn't yeah. happened yet. Just keep <laughs> waiting, you know? <laughs> And so the, the thing is, is, I think most of us, when we talk about waiting, we're, we're referring to some sort of hopes or aspirations that we have of our own, mm -hmm. yeah. and they may not actually be God's plan for us at all. So and maybe good. the reason why we're in a season of waiting is because God is telling us that thing you think you want, you really don't need. Yeah. You really don't need it. I mean, look, I, I provide good. for the birds of the air. I provide for the flowers. How much more will I care for you? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think sometimes we get in our head and it kind of goes back to our last episode of like this fear of missing out. And we start seeing other people, even holy people, like even good and holy people who have something <laughs> that we want. And we think uh, that that's, yeah. that, that that is good for us, but it, it, it isn't. It goes back to that, mm -hmm. that sense of being content and being content in Christ because you have him. Um, I'm going to swing for a really obscure passage here, but I just found this really interesting the other day, the more I was pondering on it in Luke 12, 
Jesus says, I have come to bring fire on the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to undergo and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Mm. Christ (laughs) waited. Christ waited 33 years for death. Literally, think about it. From the very moment that he was conceived Mm -hmm. in the womb of Mary until his death, he knew his purpose. Mm. At no point in time did he not know his purpose. He knew before he even entered into the womb. And so he waited for 33 years, Mm. wandering around, telling people the story of the kingdom that is to come, Mm. preaching the good news of the gospel, Mm. knowing that it is going to be marked by a painful death. Mm. And that was what he was waiting for. And he's sitting there saying, look, I wish it, I wish I could just, I, I wish it could already happen. Mm. I wish it could already happen. I wish this thing could happen, mm. but I am constrained until a time. Mm. I'm constrained until a place and a yeah. time because God has a place and a time for everything. There's nothing that falls outside of the omniscience of God's good purpose. And so all of us in some way, shape, or form, whether it feels like we're waiting, whether it feels like we're going through chaos, whether it feels like we're just kind of getting through the day and day, it's all Mm. part of God's timing. And the question that we have to ask ourselves is, what is he doing to us or saying to us now? Mm. Like, what is he saying to us here Mm -hmm. in this moment? Because we can be so focused on the thing we think we're chasing Mm. that we actually miss the presence of the Lord right here, right now. The good thing, the very good thing, you know, like I I think, I think people of faith have it the worst because we get that foretaste of Christ and we chase that desire of like ministry or like, Mm -hmm. I want to be the worship pastor or I want to be the the bishop or whatever, you know, and we forget that God has placed us where we are at this moment in time mm. for the people that we are around. What is he trying to do and build in us at this moment? Because he is here and he's here now. Mm. And we have that foretaste of that kingdom and we just have to live there in it. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. That honestly is hard. I mean, but again, to go back to Christ, if you want to know what it's like to wait in a season of waiting, read the four gospels. Mm. The man literally lived his life mm. waiting until his death yeah you know (laughs) and yeah and and then even afterwards waits until his pre predetermined return Mm -hmm. i mean the the life of of christ is a life of waiting legit and we can learn so much just from surrendering to that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and following in those footsteps right and i think learning to wait well is reflected in christ's words when he would say my time has not yet come yeah Mm -hmm. exactly that he knew it. He knew it. <laughs> yeah. He knew, he knew it. it. And so it's like being able to have the maturity, mm. the consciousness, the awareness to also say no to something God does have for you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You think about think about those words of Christ again, too, just a little bit. Take it a step further. He knew his time hadn't come, but what time was he talking about? Right. His time mm. for the cross. Right. And so he knew that if he did, like if he stepped, if he stepped into it too soon, right, he could totally do it. But if he stepped in it too soon, it wouldn't be the time, Mm -hmm. wouldn't be the time. And so many of us try to grab what we think is the thing. And if we just learn to wait well, Mm -hmm. that the right time will come for us to step in there. Mm -hmm. But as we've all kind of established, when we finally get that thing, 
mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be what we think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably almost certainly going to come at the expense of ourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will be almost like a death. Mm-hmm. And or or a dad, you know, <laughs> depending on how it pans out. But but the, but that that being saying, that is the way of the cross, and that is the way of Christ. That is, and that's that's what we live in. That's mm-hmm. how we learn to wait well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking of like the first point Caleb brought up of what are you waiting on, and it's like that end goal. Yeah, it's like are you waiting like on the Lord, which is the ideal, <laughs> or are you waiting on that ministry position or that job to come through or whatever yeah. uh, tangible thing tangible. you may be waiting on. Because um, I think in that process, if we're waiting on the tangible and we completely look past the waiting on the Lord, mm-hmm. when we finally get that tangible thing, it's not Something it's not else. what we want. Yeah, it's not going to satisfy. It will not satisfy. And in the end, that very, what could be a good thing may become a point of hurt it may leave like a bad taste in your mouth for whatever it was. This is like how, because ultimately that ministry position will come. That job title will come. Yeah. That relationship will come. Right. Or it won't. Right. Right. (laughs) And you may have been spared. And you've been, (laughs) you've actually been waiting for the thing that you thought like that would have been your undoing. Right. Right. And not in a good way, but in a bad way. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing that sometimes is like, when we wait, we find out five years later Correct. that mm-hmm. that actually would have been the thing that destroyed us. Yeah. Man. And not in a good a good way. Yes. Not in a I'm, I'm closer to Christ kind of way, but like I am literally uh, this much closer to alcoholism mm-hmm. or I'm this much further into a porn addiction or yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm now further and more isolated away from people. Yeah. And so, so sometimes, again, even those holy things like, yeah. listen, anyone who's in ministry or chasing ministry you are not that important. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like God will raise someone up in your place Absolutely. Mm-hmm. to pull someone else to, to speak the words that need to be spoken. Just be faithful with what you've been given. That's yeah. right. Okay. And, and you will find peace. You yeah. will find peace. But you're right. Like that thing that you've been chasing, it might actually be, it might be the thing that destroys you. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and God <laughs> might be completely just, he might take it outside of your grasp just so that you learn patience mm-hmm. and endurance, but also yeah. so that you are spared and saved from whatever inevitable consequence would have come from that. It's like, I think those are those like trips and fall moments. Mm. And the beautiful thing about it is that there's grace yeah. for those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing so that isn't grace. redeemable. Right. So even if you go through that and you burn through the fire and you've burned down a complete ministry or church <laughs> right, or yeah, whatever, yeah. like there's still grace for there's you. There's still grace. There is still grace. Yes. But I mean, how much better would it be if that didn't happen? Yeah. And if that didn't have to happen. And so, yeah, I think a lot of our waiting really is just a refinement mm-hmm. and then b God actually sparing us from the thing that could be our undoing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, Preach, Bishop. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How much time have we got? A minute? Don't worry about it. Right. Just send it uh, up, man. Go. go. Right. Isaiah, Isaiah 40, 31 came to my heart. I had to look it up real quick. It says, of course, the famous, but those who wait upon the Lord. Wait on the Lord. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> those who wait upon the Lord. My New Living Translation says those who trust in the Lord will find new strength, right? 
they will soar high or they will mount up on wings like eagles and soar. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And I think I bring up the scripture because I think when we're waiting well, a marker is, is that strength, inner strength is increased. Inner peace is increased. Mm -hmm. Inner joy is increased. We're able to walk with the Lord. There's a joy with it. There's not a tiredness. You know, Mm -hmm. Paul would go on to say, don't grow weary in well-doing, you know. And I think when our focus is on waiting on the Lord, these things will happen. We will walk and not faint. We will run and not get weary. We will do and be content with what he's placed in our hands to do. And it would be well with our souls, you know. And also, I think a marker that we're not waiting on the Lord (laughs) is that we are fainting. We are weary. We want to quit. We want to throw in the (laughs) towel. And maybe you're waiting on something Jesus hasn't asked you to wait on. Yeah. I mean, that that straight up goes right back to the last conversation, right? It's like, I mean, it's tied into rest. If, if what you are doing, yeah. if, genuinely speaking, yeah. if we're talking about Christ, who is rest, yeah. if what we are doing is not bringing us closer to him mm-hmm. and closer to rest, so good. then it legit is not worth, it's a vain pursuit. Exactly. It's vanity. <laughs> like, it's just vanity. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. listen, if you go and read, read the stories of the Gospels, right? Jesus yeah. always says yes to people who ask him to pray for them, to yeah. bless them, to heal them, to do that. But he never intentionally adds more to his calendar. Have you ever thought about that? Like, yeah. he's never like, oh, man, I got to go, like, I got to do, do the speaking gig over in, uh, you know, like, in this <laughs> area. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't, he doesn't take on more. He, no, he doesn't, like, come up with busy work for himself, which is the thing that we're so good we at do doing. Right. And we're yes. so good at, like, prioritizing what we think is a good thing for us. Right. And we never stop and ask, like, what is, what is here? I think what's so beautiful about Jesus is he was so fully present in the moment that he could do that. He could stop and heal the woman with the issue of blood while on the way to heal someone who had died. You know what I mean? And that was busy. You know what I'm saying? But but I mean, crowds around. He was just so fully present in this moment that nothing else was relevant except for that. And that, that, like, yeah, that's what waiting on the Lord is, Mm -hmm. is literally just sitting Mm -hmm. and being and not striving in the opposite direction. Yeah. Not throwing against the wind, yeah. but going with it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's so interesting how so far every episode has just built off the other. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Huh. yeah. Yeah. So as we like wrap up, um, as always, we do a takeaway at the end of each episode. Um, what would a takeaway surrounding the question of how do you wait on the Lord in the middle of waiting? Yeah. Being in the middle means you're not where you were, but you're Mm. not where you're going to be. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I would encourage anyone waiting in the middle to reflect Hmm. where's your focus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i would as the song would say turn your eyes upon jesus amen and look fully 
in his warm embrace, you know, and uh, realize that what you're waiting on and the timing of it is coming to you and be thankful for, like Michael said before, everything that's not happening yet because it is to your advantage, it is to your well-being because Jesus has the end in mind. Hmm. He wants us to finish well. Mm. And I feel like we need leaders. We need believers who are finishing well in our day and time as a poster sign to say, you can do it too. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Michael. I'm going to, I'm going to take it back again. These are all kind of interconnected. Take it back. now. And the, and the last one we talked about, or we mentioned Psalm 46, where it says, be still and yeah. know the, the NASB translates it as cease striving and know that I am God. Yes, it does. Cease striving. Like that's what being still is, right? Yeah. Like it's literally just stop your cease. Yes. Yeah, stop, stop it. Just cut it out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, a good internal look at ourselves and really just asking right now in this moment, what am I striving for? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and more specifically, who am I striving for? Because mm. if we can get past the what and we can get to the who, we're going to find there's two people generally that we should be. Mm. One that we should be and one that we shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Who am I striving for? If mm-hmm. it's me, cut it out. Cease it. Mm-hmm. If it's God, then it's not going to feel like striving. Mm-hmm. You're going to know that he's God and you'll know that he brings you rest. Mm. And so, I mean, that, like, that, that to me is it. Like, it's just internal. Take it in. Ask yourself that question. Who am I striving for? Mm-hmm. That's so good. Liz? <laughs> <laughs> Not the laugh. Man, I got to follow that up. Um, <laughs> you got this. You... Shoot. Hmm. I mean, the only the only thought running through my head right now is just the, the simple concept of like you're driving down a road, going from one point to the other. You're in a mirror. When you're actively driving, like you're checking, obviously paying attention to the road in front of you. Really important. Yes, yeah. please. Um, but also the concept of like looking back on the journey, like check your rear view mirrors, mm. check what's around you. Um, mm. I think we can get very goal oriented. Yes. But stay focused on what's around you when you're in the middle of waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think we're like, Hey, once I finally get to the end, uh, everything I'm looking for will be there and you miss all of the things in the middle, the community, the friendships, relationships are ultimately going to get you to the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking about that, like in terms of my own journey of like, man, I was so oriented on the end goal. And then the end goal was ultimately like not what I wanted whatsoever because I had the wrong focus. Uh, like I wish I had taken more time to appreciate what was in the middle of waiting. Mm-hmm. That's so good, Liz. That's uh, beautiful. I like that analogy of the like looking in the rear view mirror. You know, listen. Well, like, like here's like, here's a question, right? When you yeah. look in the rear view, rear view mirror, what do you see back there? Because if you see a pile of dead bodies. I mean, you don't you, hit them with you, your car. You, you, yeah, you've been plowing. Ooh. You've been plowing over Man. something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
I think that's the thing that we really need to check at ourselves with. That That's how we know. Wow. Hmm. Like, that's how we know. I can look back at my life and I can look back at the friendships I burned. Hmm. And that's a good, that's a good introspective thing for me to go, okay, that yeah. wasn't the path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the path. Shoot. You know, it's stop the car because... <laughs> This ain't in the, we head in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I love that analogy. That's beautiful. Well, it's like even as you're driving down the road, there are always sights to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know? the things you missed. Right. Like yeah. You know, it's it's rain and there's a rainbow in the sky. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, look at the rainbow! Or like, oh, you see the billboard. Or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much to see when you are driving down the road. Um, that can you know in literal terms distract us from what we're driving you know mm-hmm. but in the whole like language that we're using it's like there's so much to see around us yeah. mm-hmm. um i think i've been toying and just going back and forth of like what to say and uh i think that this is very true for where i find myself currently so i'll say this Waiting will feel mundane and monotonous, Hmm. and that's okay. I lived uh, in California for a a year of my life and was a missionary and was a part of a radical group of people, Um, and life was always on the go. Like, like, you know, it's, we're going to, you know, evangelize, we're going to host worship nights, we're going to do all these things, and we're going to be super active. Mm -hmm. And it was filled, and it was, life was full, and it didn't feel mundane. But now that I've found myself back here, living in South Carolina for almost, now it's 2024, you know, that's six, seven years later, life doesn't necessarily look like that. And I think that when I first moved back, my, I I fought against Mm -hmm. what the, the everyday waking up, going to work, going to church on Sunday and not in the sense of routine of like, of, um, what am I trying to say? Ultimately not getting down on myself that I'm not out here, like living this, what would seem like a radical lifestyle an active lifestyle. But in fact, I'm actually being consistent Mm -hmm. and I'm actually living a life that, um, is rooted and grounded mm-hmm. and um that takes time to build so good and so waiting at times will feel mundane waiting at times will feel like it's not mundane but i want to speak to the people who feel like they're in the middle of waiting that it feels mundane and just let you know like it actually is okay hmm. um yeah and that life and all of its what seems busy, but also slow in your waiting. Um, there's so much to discover. And maybe the reason why it feels mundane is because there is so much to discover about him mm-hmm. to actually for your own life, um, build you into a solid foundation. And so, yeah, to just encourage people at the end of the day, like, yep. Yep. Waiting will feel mundane at times, and that's okay. Beautiful. Mm. This quick scripture came up, Psalms 37, 23, 24. The Lord directs the steps 
of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds holds them by the hand. And I love that because even if you're waiting in the middle, you're not waiting by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. The Lord is holding you by your hand. Amen. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We'll wrap up this episode with that. Thank you for listening. Thank you. This has been episode number three. Three. Season one, the back porch podcast. Thank you for back listening. Porch, back row. <laughs> we could be on the back row on the back porch. Oh, the back I like. Oh, we could. Man. Wait, there's, I don't know. There's a porch out there. There's not. I don't think there's a front porch. <laughs> We're all just on that square in yeah. the middle of winter. Which, technically yeah. speaking, I think we are sitting. No, we're not above the front porch. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. It's no. okay. No, it's fine. Right. The back row. We try. Back row. Back we're row. here. We love you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Until next time. Thank you again for joining us on the Back Row Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's conversation, then make sure to subscribe to the show and receive notifications when a new episode drops. You can support the podcast by leaving a review and by sharing this episode with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Back Row Podcast to stay connected and to engage in these conversations with us. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you again next time here on The Back Row.